Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of... Woke and Free! Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 212th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and... Nothing is off the table. This week, we're asking a really interesting question, which is what are the origins of magic? But before we dive deep into the subject, a couple of things to cover. First, have you gone to WokenFree.com to not only listen to this episode, but make sure you've downloaded it. If you download it, that's how you're able to join the conversation through the Podbean app because you can put in your comments. So how cool is that? Make sure you guys do that. Also, if for some reason you can't, download a new app onto whatever device you catch podcasts on, then make sure you at least are going to WokenFree.com on the Listen tab so you can pick your platform of choice to where you want to support the show at. So for instance, we get a lot of love on iTunes. We are on TuneIn. We're on Stitcher, Google Play. Of course, our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. SoundCloud, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. Oh gosh, I, I like literally it's a woken free world, guys. So just make sure you do that. Now, of course, if you haven't already, when you are on wokenfree.com, please click subscribe because that's how you're able to follow the show again through the Podbean app, which we greatly appreciate that support. And then on social media, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Yes, I said TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And then if you have like 90 seconds which uh guys it's COVID-19 like pandemic you have 90 seconds you have 90 minutes (laughs) make sure you go to wokenfree.com and again you can uh kind of review the show on whichever platform you'd like to on the listen tab and with that I'm going to kick it back to you Khalil all right I'll pick it up from here before we start this conversation let's share a little bit about ourselves Mm -hmm. so this week you know what we're gonna ask would you rather divulge family secrets or details of your love life in your tell-all book? Oh, that's a very interesting question. Huh, like which side of your ass do you want to show? <laughs> You're essentially like the like dark, dirty family secrets that most of us have. Or how freaky are you in the bedroom? Interesting. Oh, man. That's really hard. I guess I actually would have to go for the latter, not the former. So yeah, let's do a sex tell all because that's provocative. And I say inappropriate things all the time. So why not? That's your reason? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. How about you? All right. I I will go with the last thing because I, I don't think of it about that it's sex or about what I'm talking about, but I mm-hmm. think of it in the terms of my family secrets aren't mine to tell. It's their secrets, though. Oh, I don't have, like, I'm not sharing point. that stuff if yeah. it's something that they did. I can't, I, I don't know. I feel that's kind that's of wrong. That's true. It's not your Compared to, to having to share yeah. my own stuff, that's on me, you know? So that's why I go with the second is just, I, that, that's messed up to, like, out people like that. Yeah. I think it's not right. Interesting. Yeah, you can't do that oh, kind of okay. stuff. And plus, what's cool about my love life is it's magical. It's almost like that's where magic came from. So that's okay. what I, that's Hello. what's cool. What kind of transition is <laughs> <laughs> uh, Also, who, is which good? love life do you have? Are you talking about? No, the only love that I have, my lover. I don't think you should refer to your son that way. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We're talking about my love life. We're not talking about, I love it. we're not talking you about passion. You never refer to me. <laughs> But that's the, that's the name you like to go by. I lover? Only, 
Yeah, magical lover is specifically. Lover. I go yeah. by magical lover. Yeah, that's what you like to call yourself. <laughs> I think you call me that. Oh wow! It feels like it's a name that you came up. Feels with. Feels like nice. Yeah. Freudian slip there. What? It does feels like you're the one who came up with that name. Sure. I don't know. if Feels is the best word. To oh really? To say in this context. Oh, you're okay. calling me a magical lover. <laughs> that's just what I think, though. This is getting widely inappropriate, and I think that we it, should it is, so. hit the first question. Well, yeah, deck. because we, yeah, we're talking about magic, so yeah. maybe we should go into what are the origins of magic. Okay, so I found on CW Magic, it's a UK blog, uh, they detail the history of magic, and they say the following. Magic has a long and varied history and has captivated and enthralled people for over 2,500 years. The first recorded magic act was by the magician Dedi, who performed his tricks in ancient Egypt in 2700 BC. He's credited with the first cups and balls magic trick. While there's some dispute over whether he actually performed this trick or not, he was renowned for bringing birds back to life by first decapitating them and then reattaching their heads. So if that didn't scare you for the day, (laughs) I don't know what will. But dope as hell to find out that magic, like everything else, began in Africa. (laughs) Yeah, the motherland. Yes, our people's. What up? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a huge place. It's a, a really big continent. So big up That's why a lot of Egypt. stuff came from there. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize. Don't look at your maps. You can't really tell. But Africa is huge. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, guys. This yeah, is, it's hard to this tell. This is where magic began. So that is amazing. How about you? What What do you... I mean, uh, that's, that's good to talk about mm-hmm. the origins. But I like to also talk about like the etymology of the actual magic term Mm -hmm. so from etymology online they say that magic is the art of influencing or predicting events and producing marvels using hidden natural forces Mm -hmm. and it goes on to say for second definition it's natural magic was considered the opposite of witchcraft actually it was Mm -hmm. the manipulation of the natural forces which today could be explained by science so i think the original magicians they were seen as scientists and Mm -hmm. not People that called on, like how we, it's kind of like we flipped how we think of magic now. Ma- now we think of magic as Fantastical. either like witchcraft yeah. or something that isn't science, but originally magic was science, actually. It was okay. you, you using forces to do feats that not everybody could do. Okay. And if we go to the history, though, the, uh, the first American magician was actually an African American named Richard Potter, according to aaregistry.org. Okay. And Officially, his best-known illusion was crawling through a log, Mm. and Potter could also skillfully throw his voice. He was a ventriloquist, basically. Very cool. Especially using bird sounds. And whether he was the first to actually use the ventriloquist doll or dummy, it's not known, but Mm -hmm. this is either way, I never knew that this was the first magician on this American land soil place. (laughs) So, okay, so either way... Black history is very much tied within the origins of magic. Yeah. So that's super interesting because I did not know that growing up. And we, you would never know that if you ever watch a witch film or television series. Yeah. Ever. You don't know the actual origins. <laughs> I think only the recent remake of the, of the, what is that called? The, it's not the craft. It's the, the house um, on Haunted Hill. No, the, uh, Charmed where they have Latina and, uh, and then one of the sisters are, is Afro Latina is the first time I've, or one of the few times I've seen, you know, black integration within the display or the, you know, kind oh, wow. of showing magic and, and our community. I normally it's not our community involved, but like, Wowzers. good to know that is different. So yeah. 
That begs, that begs the question of why do you believe the origin story is not commonly known, at least here in the United States? I just, to me, I don't think the story of magic is actually discussed. That's what mm. I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the people just find it alluring, like watching magicians perform. They don't mm-hmm. want to really think about when did it originate. They just want to say, wow, how did they do that? And is there some secret behind it? Are they actually calling on some sort of arts that we don't know about? Like, yeah. I think people are more intrigued with that rather than who's the, the original. Yeah, yeah, so they don't really... But the only thing they'll go into sometimes is, like, maybe who was the the best magician of the past, but they yeah. never... So then I don't think people are really so interested in who was the first, you know, who gotcha. did magic first. That's okay. the thing. You are now listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. A podcast that gets real and personal. Uh, for me, I think it comes down to a couple of things. First, the lack of diversity in the executive uh, boardrooms, right, who decide what shows and films get produced in media are typically not the most diverse groups of people. And like anything else, right, uh, stories that reflect you want to share stories that reflect your community. So if the producers and the people in charge of making media are not diverse, then do they really have an interest in sharing and showcasing diverse stories? No, right? Black stories want to be mostly told by black people. So yeah. uh, it makes, makes sense, sense, right? That we don't necessarily see, oh, let's integrate, you know, people of color within the conversation in media around magic. Uh, next, I think that there is like a real obsession around the Salem witch trial and you know that narrative and so because of that obsession uh there just seems to be a preponderance of content around showing you know white females as the the villain within this this narrative of right they were the women who and and not to say that there weren't black because i do think tichuba or whatever there was like a couple of black uh, i don't know what that means what you just said that you haven't heard about that there was a witch and her like her house slave or something or whatever servant tichuba is like a famous known um okay I don't know. It, it was shown in the... I forget one of the shows. I was still watching. <laughs> Are you sure you're saying the right name, though? <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying it correctly now. That, but I <laughs> thought her name was Tichuba. But, uh, but, there, but there isn't much conversation, again, around witchcraft outside of, like, white women from that, like, Salem, you know, Massachusetts area. And I think that they just love to reinvent and reshare that narrative. There's just, like, a little bit of an obsession there. And then also... To your point, I think there's a lack of authenticity in storytelling, right? Why why tell a real story or the, or the history of something when you can make up something, right? Because when you tell a real story, then you actually have to like do research and authenticate it, and that takes work. And, yeah, there's like, a lot of work. Is it that. really going to make more money? Is it going to get more views? Is it going to get more clicks on social media? Or is it better to make sure that you can get the mass amount of attention to the story that you that you create and curate? I think that people are more interested in having content go broad and wide not necessarily authentic yeah that's true (laughs) now why do you think it's important to know the origins of magic i mean i think it's good to know how things actually happen then you can learn where the pitfalls and the springboards existed so Mm -hmm. we can learn ways to mesmerize people of our times and Mm. keep them intrigued with this old school stuff that they'd never seen before because Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were mentioning things that I don't think magicians of today even do. They don't they don't decapitate birds and reattach their heads. Oh my. So I see <laughs> that's good you learned. Peter would have a conversation with them. <laughs> yeah, but obviously you're not really doing that, right? Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah, there's yeah. magic. No, because you gotta say no animals were harmed in During the performance, performance of this yeah, 
yeah. magic. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> so, would not be good. But you could do certain things like that and get people real scared, and then they're like, mm-hmm. wow, I mean, this is just some sort of wizardry. Exactly. <laughs> That's what you could do. But I just think you can you can impress people with some of that old school stuff. Mm-hmm. People are always fascinated with old school things. So Absolutely. same thing with magic. Just bring back some classics. Yep. So again, comes down to the following for me. Uh, knowledge is power in that you can act with it, right? So if you, you know... For me, as a black woman, it seems super empowering to know that, like, I come ancestrally from a community that founded magic. So, like, wow, like, what else can I not do? I think it's a form of self-empowerment. I think it's a form of also enabling me to say, well, what dreams do I want to do? What fantastical things do I want to do? Because I have that lineage running through my veins today. So I think that it's empowering. I think also it's something that broadens your knowledge of the community you're a part of, right? I think a lot of times being, you know, I'm a Jamaican American, but you know, I'm also, I would consider, I mean, I'm not technically, I guess, African American, but I am, I I am and I'm not, right? Like, so it's like, it's super hard there. Yeah, you are African American. I am, I guess, but I'm also, but like, I'm my family and like ethnically, I guess I'm Jamaican American, right? Yeah. But race wise, I guess, yes, I'm African American. And, uh, you know, our community, the African-American community, really struggles with having any type of lineage to where we came from before and what we did before because we are not educated on the full broad and spectrum of what black history is, globally speaking. So again, here's another point that, point that you can look to and look back to and say, hey, this is what I did. This is what I come from. Because you know, it's really hard to feel empowered in your community when you don't know what your community is about or what it's done. So there's more information for our community. And then also, I think it you can have a greater appreciation for the craft of magic, right? Like, I think, you know, if now, you know, now that I've learned this information, I can look at it with a different set of lens and different, like, eyes on it. So that's true. Yeah. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's 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 the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one. Akeem heard through the grapevine that magic originated when the knights of the round table sat in feast after a grand battle and empowered their king's wizard with a godly power. Is this the true origin of magic unheard by the masses? Did you take this from a movie? (laughs) (laughs) How would you say that? Wait a minute. The rounded windwind. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about uh, the, what was that called? The what? Not King Arthur. Yes. This isn't related to that. Or or the Da Vinci Code. The Sword in the Stone. Or something. Yes. Like whatever. But this this is, is no not, Da Vinci Code here. This, this is, is no fantastical. And this is not true. This is Th- false. Is this, but do people believe this? That's this the is thing. fraudulent lie. These are people follow lies. a lot of the. We have, we didn't get to mention it or that about just the magical elves and stuff. We didn't. You talking about Lord that. of the Rings? Yeah, we didn't go into that <laughs> whole kind of you know magic fantasy yeah. realm that people believe in so what some people might believe that's where magic comes from i mean i think a lot of people believe a lot of different stuff so i think it's possible that people believe this but no this is not true oh it's not true though no it started africa get your life oh okay so there was no (laughs) grand battle and a holy feast maybe sure whatever (laughs) oh so that's what you're gonna tell akim you're gonna tell him this oh okay (laughs) (laughs) why did you say that don't say that about him come on I don't know what to tell you. I keep do some research. That's what you tell them. Do research. So, <laughs> do your homework. But so believe it first and then research don't later. Don't believe it first. Question it. Do some research. And then after you've done some research, make the decision and determination as to whether or not this is true, valid information. 
Okay. Now, this one to me is like a trick question. So, mm-hmm. if he's asking about the origin in reality, then it would be <laughs> no. But the origin in the video game, that could be true. This oh, could be okay. a real thing if this is a video game or a book he's reading. Gotcha. I don't know. Okay. But that, that's the only thing I'd ask him. Are you asking for reality or for non-reality? That's a hell of a retort. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's what I would ask. <laughs> and then we could get to the bottom of that. Okay. Scenario two. So Big New believes in magic but was told many conflicting stories of where it came from. He is big into medieval fantasies and was told there are elves that live on Mount Kilimanjaro who first performed magic, which they shared with humans. Should he believe this story since he loves fantasy material? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's your answer to it? No, move on. (laughs) Oh, wow. But even, even with the Mount Kilimanjaro in there. You don't think that's like a? I think people need real. to stop buying sand at the beach, and they need to <laughs> get their lives in order. Wow! Figure out the fact that we are told a lot, and most of it is false, and that there are misconceptions. And sometimes people tell you things, and they don't mean to be wrong, but they are. And then sometimes they are intentional and manipulative. But uh, this is, uh, yeah, no, just no. And your okay. thoughts? My thoughts are elves aren't real, so this is how I know this is false. Yeah. And I'd have to tell them to move on because that's elves are fake. So don't believe the hype. Scenario <laughs> three. Shantia loves to go to magic shows because she believes magic is real. She thinks magicians draw on energy from another plane to perform supernatural feats. Would telling her about the origins of magic break her heart? <laughs> Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's Uh, unfair. I mean... That's a very sad thing. Oh, God. Uh... Magic is real because it real reality is your perception. And in her perception, if she perceives it to be real, then it is real. I think reality, people make the mistake of trying to classify reality objectively. And it's actually really subjective assessment that has to take place. So if her, if that's her perspective, then it is real. And uh, no, the origins of magic shouldn't break her heart in the sense of that it happened really in Africa, but uh, she can see it performed in front of her in Ohio. <laughs> I mean, right? Like at the end of the day, where it's, started doesn't defile or change uh where you see it performed it's just know that know that the true root is you know awesome mama like (laughs) that doesn't that doesn't change your beliefs then learning the origin doesn't change what you believe about magic i mean it can and it can't right because if you learn that it came from a place that started science once you believe that oh magic it must not be really magical and mystical it's actually based off of stuff that can be studied it depends i i think it can you could argue both ways well okay how about you i mean yeah i I don't think it'll break her heart actually because she'll Mm -hmm. just say the 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 original people who perform magic, they were magical. That's what she would think. She'll just say they were yeah. drawn on energy, which I don't, I mean, I don't think that's what's happening, but that's good for her. She can think that, that that's how magicians do their trick. She doesn't mm-hmm. have to believe that it's just a form of illusions, but it's up to her. That's, that's her prerogative, but her heart should not be broken from that. That'd be crazy if it yeah. was. Oh my gosh, guys, we are at that time again. It's coming to the end of our 212th episode of... Woke and free! Mm, Quite the episode discussing a really interesting question. What are the origins of magic? Come back next week 
for the new Woken Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, make sure you submit a topic for an upcoming episode or just share how you feel about our current episodes on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com, guys. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. And it is magical.